0: There was a time, long ago, when women ruled with unparalleled power as warriors, queens, mothers of nations. And there is none among them more iconic than Cleopatra. She's been played over the years by some of the world's great actresses, Judy Dench, Vivian Leigh, and most famously, of course, Elizabeth Taylor. But the decision by Netflix to cast a black actress, Adele James, as Cleopatra has led to calls for the streaming platform to be cancelled in Egypt, where she served, of course, as queen. Cleopatra was a descendant of Macedonian Greek kings, although her exact ancestral bloodlines are still a matter of historical conjecture. And Netflix has been accused of blackwashing. But the director of the documentary series African Queens has defended the choice of casting by asking why Cleopatra is always portrayed as white. Well, for Egyptians, it has stirred up an age-old debate about identity and race and raised the question, how African is their modern-day country? With us to discuss this is the Egyptian Egyptologist, Dr. Monica Hanna. Uh, Good morning to you, Dr. Hanna.
1: Good morning.
0: Now, give us a sense of the passions that this has stirred in Egypt and and why the notion of a a black Cleopatra is is so controversial and so confronting.
1: I think that we have to deconstruct the situation. Um, Egyptology started 200 years ago. It was whitewashed for many, many years. Ancient Egypt was whitewashed for many, many years. And then suddenly it's being blackwashed. And then Egyptians feel that, like, they they did not have a say. It's either white or black. And we Egyptians have never had the chance to actually tell our, in a way, Egyptocentric view of the past. Even until today, most Egyptology publications are produced in the West. So Egyptians had never had the access to the knowledge of the past. Uh, this also reflects on the management of the heritage. At many times, even like in 2006, they've closed the pyramids for Egyptians who were not allowed to visit the pyramids on Monday, on Easter Monday. And in a way, this gives many Egyptians a very fragile understanding of their past because they were not involved in the production of the knowledge And most of the books are written in Western language, in English, French, and German, and sometimes in Italian, and very, very little in Arabic. The majority of Egyptians can read and have access to. So when the Netflix production came out, the Egyptians were shocked. They were Um, shocked
0: and and they were angry. Egypt's Supreme Council of Antiquities, that's the government agency in charge of heritage, uh, declared the show a falsification of Egyptian history. A popular television host, I understand it, accused Netflix of trying to take over our Egyptian culture. I mean, this really has got people (laughs) riled up.
1: Yes, and I think this um, official statement is just a response to people's anger. I think it's... um, it should have been uh, written differently because we really do not know the color of Cleopatra. And color was irrelevant in ancient Egypt and in antiquity, even at the time of Cleopatra. What mattered was uh, your culture or your uh, where you came from or your class. This idea of the fight over color is uh, came from colonialism and 19th century um, issues. But in antiquity... Even in ancient Egypt, we have um, rulers who are dark-skinned and we have uh, rulers who are extremely fair and Egyptians. What mattered in ancient Egypt was whether you were ancient Egyptian or you were not, or you were something else.
0: For the uninitiated, it would probably help if you gave us a a quick guide to the ancestry of, of Cleopatra because it is by no means straightforward.
1: Yes, precisely. We know that she comes from Macedonian descent And when people tell me, oh, was she black or white? I tell them she could have been red because I have many friends from Macedonia, from Greek Macedonia who are redheads. So it's it's very funny that we always have to fight it's black or white, but maybe she she looked different. She had a a different complexion, a third complexion. Well, we know that she came from a Macedonian descent and we don't know who her mother was or who her uh, grandmother was. I mean, what mattered was, was Cleopatra culturally, did she want to be Egyptian or did she want to be Greek? We also do not know because she did not leave us anything in particular. We know that she was the first Ptolemy who learned ancient Egyptian, which was the language of Egyptians. Egyptians did not like Ptolemies. They loathed them. They refused to speak their Greek language. But Cleopatra seventh actually learned Egyptian to get to know her people. So perhaps she felt more Egyptian having lived in this country for for more time. We do not know. She, We have not discovered her tomb. And the history of that time, because then we were invaded by Romans, is, is very bleak and is very fragmented.
0: Now, Dr. Hannah, there have long been complaints in Egypt that uh, Cleopatra has been appropriated by... Afrocentrists. This was a movement that started to really gain ground in the 1950s, uh, that regarded ancient Egypt as as Black African civilization. That was the cradle not just of African history, but but world uh, civilizations. And Egyptians have said, "Hang on a minute, uh, that's a false reading of history." Is this debate one that has kind of recurred over and over over the past yes. few decades?
1: Yes, because it's it it also has many, many roots. You would see also famous singers as Beyonce wearing a crown of Nefertiti. And there has been this appropriation of ancient Egypt as part of the, Eurocentric, uh, sorry, the Afrocentric movement. And it's also inaccurate as much as the Eurocentric uh, view of ancient Egypt is, is, is inaccurate. Both of them, they paint history as, as they want it. And this is not healthy for any of us.
0: It's a rejection of Afrocentrism, but is there also an element of racism?
1: Um, unfortunately, yes. At some points, yes. I mean, by the public, because they also, yes. I think uh, even, I mean, an ex-head of the Supreme Council of Antiquities went on Egyptian television and said, "How could have two of the most important men fall in love with uh, uh, a woman who's black?" and um, I think, yes, a good percentage of the rage against uh, could also be identified as such.
0: Now, you can see where Hollywood and Netflix is is coming from here. It it wants productions to have more diverse casts. Uh, There's so often been a whitewashing, as you said earlier, of of history. Yes. This stems from a good intention. It stems from a, a desire to see more diversity on screen what do you say to that defense of their production by netflix
1: i think that can happen in in fiction films and it's perfectly fine The problem is that they pass the film as a docudrama series, and they also uh, host some of the Egyptologists who are also very Eurocentric, who have been replicating colonial ideas of Egyptology. So it is a a sort of a new (laughs) colonialism of, of ancient Egypt, but it's just being painted as black. So it would pass. I think... If they had left the show to be fiction, none of us would have been upset or would have even pointed fingers. The problem is that they pass it as a documentary or a docudrama. And I think this is where we need to ask why. (laughs) I mean, there are many, many uh, looks that are non-white but are not necessarily black that could have been used for the casting. Uh, And also the statements by the producer make it difficult to think that this is just um, being politically correct. This shows that this is intentional.
0: Dr. Hannah, how can Egyptians go about reclaiming their history?
1: Uh, By doing real research production that produces knowledge that's ancient Egyptian, that's not copying Western sources and Western research. By having a real investment in our past, I think that is when Egyptians can truly reclaim their past. But until now, we're still reading about our past through either, uh, through mostly Western eyes. And this is is not helping. It's making our understanding very fragile because in the 19th century and the 20th century, Egypt was not studied as today as we study archaeology in, uh, in an anthropological context. But there was um, a Eurocentric view that um, uh, modern Egypt has nothing to do with ancient Egypt. So we can, uh, as Western museums, claim the objects of this culture and keep them in our museums because they do not belong to anyone anymore. This also um, distorted our image of the past because we had not looked into cultural continuity, into how anthropological study of modern Egyptians can and un- make us better even understand ancient egypt and understand the past
0: and i wonder dr Hannah, what this debate says about egypt's modern day identity and its place in the world because even the geography isn't entirely clear is it is it part of the mediterranean world or the part of the african continent since arabs conquered egypt in the in the 7th century it's shared more religious and linguistic ties with the muslim uh, middle east what what does this tell us about
1: Egypt's sense of its own identity. Egypt is all of that. Egypt has always been this cosmopolitan place because it was, since antiquity, um, with very strong ties with Africa, with uh, also uh, good ties with the ancient Near East and the Mediterranean, and also North Africa with Libya. So Egypt has always been all that. Has uh, has ha- has. African roots, has very good relations with the Mediterranean, and has always had good also um, cultural and trade relations with the Near East, which is the Arab world today, and of course North Africa. So I think it has not changed that much since antiquity. Egypt is this melting pot of all the cultures around it. That's why I prefer to think that Egypt was this strong culture that could absorb the different cultures around it, and has remained as such.
0: And just as Egypt is this extraordinary melting pot, and to bring this back to Cleopatra, it is worth reflecting what a remarkable figure she was and how many different strands of history she brought together, the Greek world, the Roman Empire, Egyptian civilization, an early form of feminism. I guess it's no wonder that her legacy is contested because, you know, so many people believe... They have a claim on her.
1: Yes, precisely. <laughs> Greeks want her Greek. Egyptians want her Egyptian. Uh, Romans are happy that they conquered her. And we have not found enough archaeological evidence to really have a concrete story about her. We do not have a tomb. We do not have uh, her human remains. We do not have structures that we, because, of course, uh, the Romans destroyed uh, a lot of the structures in Alexandria when they conquered Egypt. So... We could not find um, enough archaeological evidence to really construct that time in a way that gives us light on on her. And we may never know.
0: Dr. Hannah, thank you so much for joining
1: us. You're more than welcome, that's been a pleasure.
0: Monica Hanna is an Associate Professor at the Arab Academy for Science and Technology and Maritime Transport in Aswan, Egypt. ABCRN helps you understand the world.